Hello, how's it going? Welcome back to Unanimous Indecision. This, my name is Sonic, and also with me is, you know him, you'll love him. He's been on a few other episodes. Also, Sonic, and we'll be talking <laughs> about. Maybe we'll get around to it. This little thing that's kind of okay, but uh, it's Sonic. Um, anyways, I'm Joshua Troop. We got Ian Rosmondo. How you doing? I'm doing well. That was a fantastic intro. Yeah, you like that? Uh, I really did. So. That was what I, I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed that scene because uh, they just kept leaning into it. Yeah. And at first I thought it was just going to be like just for like the till he hit the ball. Mm-hmm. And then like it really built up. Also, Sonic. There was like eight. He was playing everyone. There was like eight people. Yep. He was playing the line coach. And, <laughs> yeah, um, I think my favorite one of those was probably when he's like picking up flowers in the field. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, the <laughs> can't even with that guy. Uh, although so, uh, I will say, I thought it was pretty weird, and this is kind of something in with the movie in general that, like, but I, I mean, it's tough to say cause with with a movie like this because I mean, he can just run super fast, and it's tough to say how fast he was running. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Like with the cuts between like him diving for home plate and the catcher, yeah. Like that to like me, I was to like it. I was just like, I don't know. That's just like, I'm I'm overthinking it for sure. But that's what we do. So, anyways, I definitely uh, felt the same when I was. If you're new to the show, this is just a mic on between friends. We're just talking about all that good stuff that we love: Marvel, Star Wars, Sonic, apparently. Um. And sure, I'll throw a DC in there. Uh, can't got got to show them some love. Got to pretend I still care about them. I do. Love is a is a strong but, word. Uh, I, I, I don't know. They're they're coming yeah, around. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, they're earning their place <laughs> back in my heart. Uh, yeah, it took them long enough. Anyways, uh, if you like what we're doing here, go ahead and like, subscribe wherever you're listening. Uh, really appreciate it. Also, you can join the conversation, and we'll discuss what whatever you want to discuss. Uh, uh, on the Facebook page, uh, Unanimous Indecision. Look it up if you need to know how to spell it. But you found the podcast, so it's right there also. Uh, just saying, balls in your court. Um, <laughs> not in Sonics. Uh, what what do you think of this movie? So, I've, I, I've seen worse movies, but I've also seen better movies. What do you mean? Um, what do you mean? This is a movie so good, they made it twice. <laughs> Uh, for as so like I I did say uh earlier that as video game movies go, this was pretty good. I mean it's it's not gonna be highbrow media, but you know like, it, I mean it, it did pretty good. Jim um Jim Carrey, fantastic. That um, that is such a good way of putting it. It's not highbrow media, cause like I I don't think that like video games in general have to be lowbrow media, but like. I don't know. This is I got to think about it that like of all the franchises, like okay, maybe DC is targeting adults with all their like rated R and dark mm-hmm. universe kind of not dark universe, but um, the That's dark the dark player. content. Dark universe is very adult with its murder um, and, and, and it's monsters. <laughs> no, because Invisible Man it may or may not be part of it. Uh, and then, uh, like, Fast and Furious is, like, 
for high high school boys and dads. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe when they introduce the the female ones, they'll, they'll get some uh, hardcore female fans on board with it. Uh, but Sonic to me is like the kids franchise. I can I can see why. I mean, it's uh, the first movie, that. but obviously the ending and everything, it's a franchise. Um, oh, definitely. Uh, now, you didn't know too much about Sonic going into this. I had no idea. I've played the video game, the NES video game, maybe three times. <laughs> uh, I think it was I, on NES. I, no, I, I'm not going to claim to be, be super knowledgeable about the Sonic uh, like lore, but I, I do know a little bit more. Uh, and, I mean, overall, it was pretty pretty happy with this film uh definitely grateful that the uh company or the studio went and re redid the whole character design of sonic a couple months ago yeah i uh, i i don't know how i feel about it one way or another because i i just didn't really care okay i i i, um, I will say the version we got like it wasn't bad like yeah no uh, maybe the was... other one was bad First. I was saying to uh, to my friends as I left the theater, and by that I mean myself, because I saw this at 3 p.m. on a Monday. Uh, I was one of three people in the theater. Um, I was saying to myself that like this, the like the best part about this film is probably the CGI. It looks really? fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I I liked that. Uh, I liked. I mean, I liked the, the, the act of... that this uh, this is. It it doesn't happen very often, but it was kind of like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit kind of stuff, where everyone's real except for this one thing. Yeah, um, I really, what was I saying? Um, I really liked the like all the references they made. I that actually had me laughing. Uh, I'm pretty sure the whole idea of the Mushroom Planet is just a rip on Mario. Oh, because, well, because there's there's history between Mario and Sonic and the franchises. Sure. And there's one of the lines where where Sonic says he's like I like in the style of uh, I hate snakes. Yeah. Uh, it was I hate mushrooms. I don't know if it was in the same style, but sure. I th- I think it was meant to to at least invoke that. Yeah, but like Indiana Jones is I hate snakes is a fear of snakes. Sonic's not afraid of mushrooms. Oh no, it wasn't I hate it was it was why did it have to be it was why. Did oh it sure sure mushrooms. sure. Sorry, my bad. Right, that was, you're right. You're right. That that line was delivered very similarly. Yeah, and so a lot of this movie was ref like it, they were just throwing out references left and right. There were so like, many I, references. It was very much uh, similar to how Tom Holland or Peter Parker just throws out pop culture references, and so those every time those popped up in the film, I was I, they got genuine laughs out of me. I was very happy with that. Um, I will What'd say of- the one that out of all the references and it was right there, it was right there and they missed it. They missed it was when Robotnik measures his like hair or whatever. And it mm-hmm. says power unlimited, man, they missed a revenge of the Sith unlimited power joke. They could have done 9,001 too. Or they could have done over 9,000. Like, come on. Like there, there were so many, so much potential. Of. I I will say that the power unlimited was one of the one of the few issues I had with like again it, it's a video game universe I'm I'm giving it I'm giving it like as I'm giving it as much possible like oh sure well, I can just sure unlimited power but that's what I'm wondering is 
should we not accept that? Because I agree with you. Like I had the same thought. Is the the moment I saw unlimited, I was like, really unlimited? Yeah, that, yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna cap this off at all. Yeah. Uh, and like I I get what you're saying because initially I had the same thought too that this is just a fun movie. It doesn't need to be taken seriously. But if we're being told that maybe they're gonna get like five to ten mil movies out of this. I think we got to start holding it up to higher standards. Cause Are you saying that I don't know of... if I could watch five to 10 movies about some dude with unlimited power and some overconfident okay. scientist. <laughs> that, I mean, that's fair. And I, I do like that a little bit better. Uh, if we did start holding it to higher standards saying like, okay, well you should, you're yes, you're a video game franchise, but I mean, Marvel's a comic franchise and they're still, holding it as scientifically as possible. Right. Uh, another, another, and this one's not as bad because it is possible. It just takes so much computing power that's nigh impossible. And, and I don't know what Robotnik's abilities are. Uh, but when he was talking about uh, searching for Sonic and sent out all of his drones all at once, and they each go up and search a different quadrant and like things like that, they're all moving yeah. separate from each other. Sure. That's so much different computing because like sure you can have you can have a swarm and they'll all follow the same bit of code right but if you want them to each do something separate that's so much more processing power yeah but i mean like we just watched uh spider-man fire from home like <laughs> i mean true but they've also set up that they they have that technology they've set that up yeah. through several movies now was that were those drones before or after he before. got the hair okay before um um also, like, the thing with – because he initially measures the hair with, like, an amp meter, like, something very small. Yeah, I mean, he, I guess he, the, he ultimately he, he's using an amp meter even on the way he actually the, does it. The first time – It is blows like, a I, fuse or whatever. Yeah, he he put, like, two uh, gator. But if it was truly something. unlimited power, shouldn't it still blow a fuse the second time? Yeah. It should have blow a fuse every time. Because unless you have, like, unlimited resistance, I guess, <laughs> you wouldn't right, be able to measure it. Let's step away from the physics a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do I do see your point, and I do agree with that, uh, yeah. which is one of the reasons I disliked the the unlimited power. Uh, yeah. What did you think of, like, the, the plot of the film? The, the plot, no problem with. I mean, like, it's silly. I mean... Uh, we just got to get to San Francisco to get these coins. Uh, and then Robotnik's trying to capture Sonic, I guess, uh, for the United States government until Robotnik disappears. And then the United States government thanks them. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't quite get that. That, that part was a bit lost on me at the very end. Cause I was just like, we're... Did the government at a certain point turn on Robotnik? No, I maybe. I mean, uh, well, I mean maybe they just someone... thought it was real creepy. Sure, but like they're the ones that brought him in. Like, like you needed, you almost needed a scene that the government was like, Robotnik's getting out of control. He's destroying San Francisco. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you, you almost needed a scene like that because. It's just weird that the government was congratulating him. Also, how much did Olive Garden pay to make this movie? <laughs> they, I think they they probably paid a 
good little. Did Olive Garden was... fund the re CGI of Sonic? Is like the owner because... of Olive Garden just a big Sonic fan? Potentially, that was uh, because I think there were like three or four separate mentions of Olive Garden. Does Olive Garden exist in the Sonic universe? That's my question. I think it has to, right? Because they got a gift card for it. There, there were so much Olive Garden talk in this movie. I wanted Olive Garden by the end of the movie, so it did its job. <laughs> yeah, like that the um the unlimited pasta. Like I was just like, what is going on? Are we just sitting in a one and a half hour long advertisement for Olive Garden? <laughs> yeah. Um. Um, let's see. So yeah, the plot mostly pretty good. There are a few bits, and I was just like, "Oh, come on, let's just." Because ultimately, it's just a buddy cop, which is it is it is a buddy cop. Mostly hard to screw up. Like Uh, you can just hit certain beats of it, and it'll work. I thought the the climactic uh, battle, I guess you could call it, Mm -hmm. was kind of underwhelming. I mean, just. It, it it seemed like there was a little. It just wasn't. Uh, when when it was over, I was like, I guess I guess that's it. They're not gonna. Okay. Yeah, um, I guess that's true. But I I think. I, I think what they were going for, and it didn't really feel that way, is that like the climactic battle is kind of the thing we see at the very beginning of the movie. Well, I don't even mean that. I don't even mean that. Which is like him running through San Francisco, that whole chase scene. And then the fight is like broken up by their conversation on the rooftop, and then their fight continues in the Green Hill Zone. Yeah, <laughs> very funny. Um, um, I thought that was brilliant. That was brilliant. I hope there's just random cities in the United States named after Sonic Lands. Right. Sonic um, levels. Or maybe not even well, just the United States. Don't limit it to the United States, but just around the world. And. I don't even think it needs to be the world. A potential, I mean, well, definitely, but also there's right. You could do the galaxy, planets. right? Yeah. There's planets of of spring. Hills, yeah. So, so he's an alien. Is that what the new canon is? I guess. I, I guess new canon. So he's not technically a hedgehog. He's a hedgehog. Well. Right. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> Tails, tails that we met at the end of the film is a fox. I mean, and but just... again, not technically, right? Because in, in the in this cinematic franchise, I guess not. Because they're aliens. Like until until they sit down with the audience and say, "Yes, Sonic biologically is identical to Earth hedgehogs, with the exception of his powers." The Which moment is not the moment possible. they say that. I'll accept it just because they said it. But they gotta say it, because I don't accept these aliens are hu- are Earth hedgehogs. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till we start talking about the the Sonic the Hedgehog Bible, because that's a, that's a whole thing. <laughs> that's a thing. It's it's a thing. Yeah, so it is was made in the eighties. Is Robotnik Stupid. actually like a cyborg? They were talking about that. Like it's one of the government. He is one of the government's experiments. So the in 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 the uh, in the comics in the Sonic. Uh, comics and, and just in the, over the history of like through video games, he's a very smart scientist. He has an IQ of three hundred. Sure, we got um, that. He's very big into robots, and his sure. whole his like end game is f- for robots to take over the world and to build. Depending on what version of his name you're using, either um, 
Robotnik Tropolis or something like that, or, or Eggman Empire. Okay. Um, and so and to do that, and once we start getting Chaos Emeralds in here, we're gonna start using that, which is just gonna be completely wild. Um, no, I was idea really what that is. Oof. Okay. Uh, um, anyways, uh, what were you gonna I, say? <laughs> I was really happy with how naturally Sonic brought up his classic nickname of Eggman, Doctor Eggman. Did he? Uh, yes, he did. Because oh, he, he started, I, I Sonic it. called him Eggman. So he was like, what are you doing with all those like egg-shaped robots? Oh, uh, that's right. And then called him Eggman for the rest of the film, which huh. I thought was fantastic because that's a more... Yeah, that's the name that more people know. Yeah, and that was, I think, the original the original nickname that the Japanese video games And now he even looks news. more like Eggman by the end of the movie. and He just needs to be a little bit fatter. Uh, or it's a happen. suit. It's a robotic suit. Who knows? It's possible. Um, but yeah, you know, for the most part, pretty good film. Um, also, another problem I have with it. Okay. So okay. he, he like, runs through his sneakers, right? Yes. Because that's what the purpose of that whole scene um, at the the, sis, the sister-in-law's house is. The sister, yeah. Yeah, Sonic's sister-in-law? No. Um, that's the one. But where the daughter gives him new shoes and it's the iconic red sneakers. Yep. But then Tails shows up wearing the sneakers. Wearing the sneakers. Yep. Right? That's weird. Hey, you know, just great minds throughout the universe think alike. Yeah, I I don't know. It obvious like I it, it's it's all the question of how much you want to pull these movies apart. Again, like you said, it's a video game movie. It is one of the better ones that we've ever gotten. Um, I'd argue it's the third of recent films. The third? Are... Wait, wait, what do you put in front of it? Detective Pikachu. I really liked Alicia Vikander's Tomb Raider. Okay, I haven't seen it, so that's right. Um, a lot of people didn't really like it. Warner it, Brothers, yeah. Warner Brothers didn't like it enough to give it a sequel at the time. Although it looks like we are getting one soon, which yeah. I am very excited for. It's cool. Um, but I thought it was pretty good. It set up it set up a a future franchise, and then just you know never didn't get the go ahead. So, but the, that would I so either two or three, depending on who you ask, sure. of recent video game to films, which have done pretty well. So hopefully with two or three, uh, the the curse of the video games equals bad movie curses over right because i mean like tom holland's supposed to be in i think an uncharted video game movie which he not feels kind of young for that but he does uh, i mean he better not be playing i i don't know i don't know what okay. the story is that movie's been pushed around so much um okay. there's even recent talks now there's been talks for a while about another mortal Kombat movie there's been recent talks about a borderlands movie which that movie will be nuts that's gonna be absolutely um, crazy and are so, they gonna make it cell shaded? I I think they were even talking about animating it, like just doing an animated movie. Like it's okay, not worth it okay. making it live action. Okay, I was gonna say like that's because like that that wild. that video game is just nuts. Um, and I think that's probably the best course of action for that movie. But otherwise, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, video game movies are kind of on a hot streak now. I mean. Well, as as they're not video games great, but they're all pretty good. <laughs> these recent ones, we just have to hold them to a higher standard, as you were saying earlier, and just hopefully the studios are like, you know what, this is a this is something we can cash in on, as long as we make it good. We don't we don't make something that's. And I, I'll say this: if Sonic is limited to like a trilogy of movies, 
I'll take back all the bad things I say about it because, like, okay, maybe I don't need to hold it to that high of a standard. If we get a fourth Sonic movie, I, I'm saying that if a, if a series of movies gets four, it's now a... It's it's now moved past the trilogy. It's franchised. It, We're getting more than three. I I think so too. That's why I'm saying that like, we gotta be, like these movies gotta be better. Like like it was good. I enjoyed it. We've never seen Sonic on the big screen, and like sure everything you you want to say to defend it, all of it's valid for sure. But. If this was like the fourth movie in a franchise, if this was the quality we got, I'd be a little disappointed. Same. Um, But that's what I was saying is like this kind of – as of right now, it feels like it's a franchise for kids. And I mean, sure, that's their target Maybe that's the goal. I'd argue that that's their target demographic, but I'd probably say that a a big portion of the audience are probably like – mid to late 20s or maybe early 30s because that's the kids who played that's what i was thinking is who who is the target audience is it the kids that really want to see this cartoon character running real quick or is it the people who played the video games and know the lore like you do or now i definitely say that there are they were appealing to to kids because we saw sonic floss um yeah which yeah so that twice that definitely yeah <laughs> so he's definitely appealing to to kids there yeah um but i mean if that's if that's what you have to do if you get a lot of if this movie gets a lot of hype for kids seeing it whatever i don't care i don't care how it gets the hype it, as long as they make the next movie better and they, they start yeah like making it franchise worthy then then i'm fine with it like I it's okay know. to start on this note and just if you have to keep working if you have on to it. floss if you have to floss to get to become good i'm Gosh. fine with that no nah, i'm not um <laughs> for sonic i'm not saying for any like other films okay sure as long as we limit it to sonic as long as we limit uh, it to sonic i i can live i can live in that that world um <laughs> where every sonic movie every every alien is flossing every uh, I would actually think, like, if they ended every movie with all of the Sonic characters that they've introduced so far flossing at the end, like, I'd be into that. Uh, If that was, like, their thing. Uh, I'm really interested with the future. uh, uh, Like, how they're going to introduce other characters. Because we're obviously getting Tails in the next one. We're most likely going to be getting uh, Knuckles as well. In the next one? In the next one, we're getting Knuckles. What makes you think uh, that? Well, his race was at the very beginning of it. They're those bad people? They're, they were the hunters that okay. attacked Long Kong. And kills him. All right. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> so sad. We, we don't know. No, I'm just um, yeah, it, that, it was that was pretty the, definitive. <laughs> that um, was the, the, the echidnas, I guess. Or the echidna-like aliens, because Knuckles is an echidna. Yeah, right. Um, Dude, what if like, Knuckles was the one that fired the shot? Oh, man. And he's, be, like, grief-stricken. I think you're giving it too much credit. Yeah, I know. Um, um, but, you know, I think after that, potentially we can see something like Jet, Amy, or Shadow. Amy would be pretty cool because we can get a love interest So in there. what is Amy? Is Amy also a hedgehog? <sighs> I think Amy's a hedgehog. I can 
verify that. Because I, I was wondering that. And do, they all have, like, speed-related powers, right? Um, I mean, like, they all, at least in the games, and this, and depending on what game you're playing, like, they're all kind of fast. But Knuck, Knuckles is usually, like, a power character. He's the one that... Right, like, right. He's comparable, not to the hulk but like he could do something things the hulk does he likes to punch things he's very strong that's his that's his thing he likes he's a fighter yeah tails is more of a he's a geek if it has anything to do with technology that's him okay and sonic's fast and electric i guess okay i i was just getting hung up on what i knew about the games which i guess isn't very isn't that similar to the lore (laughs) because amy like the first line of like sonic you have these special abilities and you need to uh protect them and hide them or whatever because uh, i got to thinking i was like who's protect if amy is also a hedgehog who's protecting yep, her she has similar abilities like yeah. i was just like what all these people have abilities what are we talking about uh yeah we got amy amy rose uh we've got i mean these characters are not going to be in there but we got like charmy b uh there's jet the shadow's a hedgehog right shadow's a hedgehog yes okay and there's a lot of them yeah uh, apparently uh yeah so I, i'm really excited to see to see what what comes out with this i think uh, it'd I'm be really cool if the second one wasn't like like if jim carrey didn't come back until like the third movie mm-hmm. it'd be cool to have a movie in between that's about at least a different just, just a different villain interesting um, well it's kind of hard in the uh, in the comic because <laughs> it's mostly it's mostly eggman really um, and maybe he yeah. has to be in every movie <laughs> the, i mean there are like other antagonists such like such as jet or or um oh, i can't remember the other two. His te- usually they come in teams there's like teams of three for the most part oh, okay. uh, and jet and his teammate because like we have we have sonic t- uh, knuckles and tails um, Amy's not on Sonic's team. No, she's not. Uh, she she's like the the crazy girlfriend kind of thing. She's uh, his self self proclaimed girlfriend. Just not his self proclamation. Yeah, it's hers. Oh, um, that's disappointing. Are there no female Sonic characters that are sane? <laughs> uh, I mean, there's there's some, but I, again, I don't I don't know them. Remember, I'm not yeah that well yeah. versed in the franchise. Um, but yeah, that's like I'm saying. Like, it'd be I'm really interested to see where this goes. Uh, so is I was everyone. Pleasantly excited. That's true. Uh, so, so what? Yeah. What do you? Uh, in the spirit of speculation. Um, so we get introduced to Tails. What do you do about okay. the sequel? Where Where are we going the on the sequel? Yeah. Uh, introduce the idea of a Chaos Emerald. Sure. Yeah. Clearly, yep. it's important because. Yeah, you know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, well, there's, a, I think there's seven of them. If I, if memory serves cool. right. Cool, that'll be a good Infinity Gauntlet parallel for Sonic it, to cash in on. It will. It will definitely. Yeah. Uh, and they, if I'm not mistaken, and I probably am, they're able to store energy like they're as a power source. They are incredibly powerful, which is going to be interesting considering Sonic you know, just, is unlimited powers. Yeah, so exactly. One of one of Sonic's of... quills. Is, uh, yeah. But gathering gathering them all can, at least in some of the video games, can do some pretty incredible things. Maybe 
I I think they could do it ba- just based off of what you're saying. Like I said, I don't really know a whole lot about this stuff. But yeah, what if like they turned all of like they just turned the seven main characters? I mean, I like you said, there's a ton of them. Yeah. But what if they just took like a bunch of the main characters and made each of them these emeralds? And so like a strand of Sonic's hair, maybe a piece of Sonic of Tails's tail, uh, mm-hmm. something maybe a, maybe it's a hair from all of them. You need a hair from each each character: Sonic, Tails, uh, Amy, Shadow, Knuckles. I don't know. Um, and if you get all of them, then you can make something out of it. Um, just turn each of the, each of them into their own chaos emerald. Gotcha. Since uh, some other char- Sonic already has unlimited power. <laughs> <laughs> some of the other characters, uh, at least female ones, are we have uh, Rouge the Bat, Cream the Rabbit, and Blaze the Cat. Sure. Uh, Jet the Hawk, Wave the Swallow, and Storm the Albatross. Gosh, so, these Sonic world is so weird. Yup, they're all anthropomorphic creatures. But they're now aliens, so that's what it is. Yeah, that's gonna um, be. It's gonna be real interesting to see that how how this works out. Oh well. Yeah. So that was Sonic. You go go see it. It was pleasantly pleasantly pretty good. Um. Yeah, if you have kids, no. definitely go see this movie. <laughs> but or if you're a nerd. Go, uh, or if you're just curious to see how it turned out, um, it's it's good. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a likable movie. It's not a lovable movie, but it's a likable yeah. movie. Um, I didn't walk out of it feeling like I wasted money. I will say though that this is in the month of February. I saw two movies that kind of started out the exact same way. With well, let me tell you how my story started out. <laughs> when that happened i was just like oh lord it's one of those <laughs> oh my gosh when when he was running through san francisco the guy i was watching it with we just looked at each other and, and i just said it's the freeze frame bit and, and and then it happened and oh so you're wondering how i got here yeah and i was just uh, like one thing oh I've... my gosh they did it they did the gimmick one of the one of the last things I'll say about this, uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, that while while Sonic and, and Eggman were being were racing through the city, every time Eggman would shoot stuff, like he'd shoot cars in the slow down time. I'm pretty sure some of those cars like had people in them. No, there were definitely people dying in this movie for sure. Yeah, like like I was just uh, like, mm, okay. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Like, I also like how, like, like they were even talking about how, like, oh, Dr. Robotnik doesn't even exist at the end of the movie. But it's like, yeah. who did we pin that attack on? That's true. Is is Sonic to blame? Because they didn't seem very hostile towards Sonic at the end. So are all those lives lost just like, oh, I don't know, a bunch of cars spontaneously combusted and your insurance claims they're not going to cover that. Uh <laughs> Some of the dialogue between, like, the adults, and I'm, I'm calling them adults. I mean, there were a lot of adults in this film, but I mean, like, the, the, uh, the government members. Only adults. There's only one kid, the, right? The the government members? So incompetent. It was incredible. It <laughs> Their dialogue, just while they're sitting there, like, all right, something happened 20 minutes ago. What, what have we got? 
GOG says it wasn't this. Yeah, like, and I was just like, Gee. well, at the beginning, that seemed reasonable, other than the fact that they were sitting at a table saying that. Yeah, it was uh like it felt like they should have been like in their offices on a call and like no, oh DOD says it's not this and like like an Iron Man would that feels like an intense moment when they're sitting in uh they're just sitting in a flight control room or whatever, a mission control room. I will and say there people are just shouting out that it's it's not Air Force, not Marines, and, and stuff like I, that. And that, that feels intense rather than the way it was done in Sonic. Part, I guess what I'm saying is like partially that, like about half. So the way it's, it's doesn't, it doesn't seem intense. It doesn't seem whatever. Because if you took just that clip and you don't, and like you don't show anything about it being part of Sonic the Hedgehog or whatever, you just take the clip of those guys, I think you could immediately tell that it's part of a kid's movie. Yeah. For sure. and, and that was kind of my issue is like, again, if we're trying to make something here, it's, if you want you it know, to be to, to stand the test of time, because if you, you got to think about it, especially if, if we're talking five movies, let's let's talk five movies. That's yeah. potentially 10 years. Yeah. If we get a movie every two years, that's 10 years. So the kids that are eight enjoying this now, they're going to be 18 when watching this, are they still gonna? Are they gonna stick around for it? Like maybe we all do for Toy Story. No, you just need to have competent. Now, sure, you can have characters that are incompetent at their job, but it just seemed like every single government agent or worker in this yeah. entire film just yeah were completely incompetent. And I don't maybe maybe that's a style choice to make maybe. Robotnik seem smarter because he's the only one even thinking logically at all. <laughs> Yeah, like his he's using base level logic, so everyone else has to come Just way laugh. down. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, but so, but yeah, yeah, it is definitely weird. Uh, I still don't quite get the Robotnik stuff. I want a Robotnik origin story. Um, you know that'd be <laughs> interesting because they'd have to. That that's just like a normal movie. That's what's weird about it. <laughs> They'd have to. It'd be, I, I'd be very interested to see what they chose as his origin story. Well, we know that he was like bullied. We know that he was experimented on. True. We we, we know most he, of it, but for the movies, yeah. For I the just movie, wonder how much yeah. he stick to the comics. Yeah. But yeah, you know that that was that was Sonic. It was uh, Sonic. Definitely uh, an interesting movie. Also, I really enjoyed Ben Schwartz's uh, voice acting in the movie. Um, I think he did a solid job. Um, I don't know what else he's done. I just know that he's from College Humor, and it surprised me that he was doing a kids movie. I will. Uh, one last thing I'll say as well: um, the voice of Tails was spot on to to every time I've ever seen. Yeah, I agreed. I, I didn't think he was gonna speak, but then when he it, did, I was like, "Whoa, that's." kind of what i thought he was gonna sound like i was satisfied <laughs> yeah it, it was like if, if they took that dialogue from a video game i wouldn't be surprised oh maybe i don't know if they did they, they probably didn't probably not because but... you, you'd want to lock in that voice actor you know yeah you, you don't yeah. want to mess with people like that but yeah for, especially for what I... if it is the video game and everyone's like man that was perfect voice acting and then they find out it was for the video game in the sequel and it's just like yeah. oh this guy's terrible now was is this the first movie that sega has made i tried 
searching this and I, I certainly could be i was into the intro sequence for sure i think i'm all for sega making movies just so that we get cool intro sequences oh yeah that i was very because i thought to see that. those retro video game stuff were really cool mm-hmm. uh so what what do we think that the sequel title is are you thinking just like sonic 2 um i think they should just go for broke they released a Sonic the Hedgehog movie like I mean yeah there was drama around it and whatnot and that got people talking but like go for broke and just call the second movie Tails the Fox. That no. 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 I I disagree with that. Um, what about Sonic colon Tails the Fox? No. Uh I I highly doubt that's what they're gonna do. I imagine it's gonna be Sonic the Hedgehog colon something Sonic and Tails. <laughs> it, it might be Sonic and Tails. I'm still pulling for for the Chaos Emeralds, and I doubt that that it would be, be in the title then. Right, because because most people won't know what that is. Yeah, but I I definitely th- ha- I have a feeling that the next movie may involve Chaos Emeralds. Okay, sure, sure. Um, and, if, and if I'm wrong, I'm gonna look like an idiot. But no one will know what you're talking about, so it's the best kind of That's idiot. That's true. That's true. Uh, Sonic has already made its money back. Um, at least budget-wise, who knows how much they spend on promotions. Um, even with remaking this movie, they already made their movie back. Their their movie back. Their money back. Um, uh, they made their movie back also, but they made their that's money impressive. back. Uh, and I mean that's two weeks. So, uh, if if you're holding out not seeing this movie just because you want this movie to fail, it's not gonna fail because of you. So, maybe go check it out. Yeah. Uh, anyways, there's been some uh, other news going on. Uh, everybody's been talking. You said something the other day, and I just couldn't stop thinking about it. I couldn't right, stop thinking about it. Uh, this is when we were talking about Batman. Okay. And when we were talking about the first look, man, we were both on the same page. It looked awesome. And so on and so forth, and just saying really, really good things about it. Mm-hmm. And now? And then we got a picture uh, without, like, the red filter, and the uh, we got full top half, I guess, mm-hmm. of the bat suit. And you were saying some negative things about, about Batman. About Batman. Yep. Uh, Battinson? Battinson, sure. That's what I'm going for. Yeah, I'm into that. Can we do it with like all of them? I wonder. No, like no. Keaton's hard and Kilmer's hard. I I tried that. That was my I had tried that in my head, and I got to Val Kilmer, and I was like, uh, nope. Bat Kilmer, <laughs> bat. Bat doesn't work. Val Valman, Valman, Val for Val Kilmer. It's not let's, let's Valman. That sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, let's just say. Uh, sounds like he's like vowel man. Uh, A E I O and U. Sometimes why? Um, so why bring that up? I, you're saying that I I had some negative things to say and yeah, because I think now? I you... think you're making a big deal about it. You you were saying that like you're not into the suit. One of our other friends was saying not into the suit. I'm not into the suit. Why though? Why why are we making such a big deal about the suit? Batman is supposed to look badass like that's he's supposed to look he has looked 
15 different ways, though. And I will argue that all of them, except for Adam West, look badass. <laughs> Definitely not Adam West's pajamas. Yeah, no. I mean, he like sure, it, it's awesome, don't get me wrong. Adam West is Batman, it's great. But I wouldn't say he looks badass. However, I'm looking at this suit, and I just see that bulbous head, and I'm just like, oh my god. That's My biggest issue with that is that. Is the forehead? Is the forehead. Is okay. It's just how big it okay. is. So, I'm so and I, I, I have said, if they got rid of that, I'd be fine. The rest of the suit looks amazing. And I think I was telling you that if we got the suit just from neck down, it looks, or shoulders down, it looks incredible. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm really into the... Because the, then we the were talking logo, about the, the hockey pads and the... <laughs> We were talking about the hockey pads. I'm not wearing hockey pads. Um, Turns out the guy who said that was wearing hockey pads. Yeah. It's all... Gosh. But other than that, it's just it's just the head. Okay. Now, okay. I will say that in that... In that... The leaked video footage... And so, okay. It, it doesn't show the forehead in that leaked... In the first look. I noticed that. I went back and looked. I will say... I, I want to preface with this that... Anytime that we look at leaked footage before we see the final release, it's not showing what the whole production team is fully capable of. We're seeing, we're not seeing what they want to show us. So we don't get to see stuff with all the video, the visual effects. I don't know. I think like Harley that. Quinn's first look was pretty close. Well, not a, not a first look. I mean, like leaked footage. Mm, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Because because when he, when he's on that, sure. no, I don't. The first so, look looked, something that's like actually edited and yeah. The first look was pretty cool. We don't get to see the forehead, which in it, so it looked it looked awesome. Right. The leaked knows? footage of him on a uh, him and a female, pr- uh, probably Selena Kyle, on a motorcycle in Glasgow. Right. That's that's not footage that the production team wanted to show to the public. So if we're judging things on based on that, it's kind of harsh harsh because it's not what they it's what not you, the final product. What do you mean they're in Glasgow? They're in Gotham. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah my bad. Sorry. <laughs> um, Glasgow, New York. Yeah, Gotham. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, since the, since that they were on a motorcycle, I'm kind of hoping that that bulbous forehead is potentially maybe like a, a helmet from a, a, a motorbike, maybe yeah, like the bat cycle, and or uh, well, well, okay, some more evidence for that I'd say is that the eyes are covered, right? On the, on right. The, on He's the got like goggles or something. Yeah, it looks like goggles to me, so that le- lends a little bit more credence to that. Um. Either that, or it is a prototype of the suit, and then we'll see a, a more finalized version by the end of the film. Mm, okay. And then the last one, the last idea is that it is a like slightly separate suit just to fit the the head shape of the stunt double. Right. Or at and, least and, headpiece, like, yeah. The headpiece or something. Uh, so those three options, and I'm hoping it's at least one of yeah. those three, because if that's the final product, I'm going to be. I mean, I'm still gonna go see it, but I'm I'm just gonna every time I see it, I'm gonna be a little bit. I will say the curious. forehead piece for sure looks weird, but I I don't think it bothers me that much. Um, Who knows? Maybe the studio will listen to the <laughs> fans' reaction and be like, "Oh, we gotta change character design." Yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see if a bunch of other people are complaining about it. <laughs> I've I, uh, I've heard some some of the other like YouTube channels. They're talking about the, the forehead. Other, they talk about the forehead. Okay. New Rockstars was saying, "Oh God, look look at this." You could put like advertising space there. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's what he's gonna do. Who's Batman gonna man. be sponsored by? Batman, brought to you by Green Lantern. <laughs> uh, It'd probably be whatever the bank he gets the, the bat card from. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. 
other than that, pretty excited. There were some really cool uh, things about the bat suit that we got to see, such as like the bat logo on the chest, the chest piece. Right. I have seen theory, the theory for it that it's the two halves of the gun right. that Joe Shield yeah, used to we, kill his parents. Yeah. Really like that. I I, I am kind of in, in, um, into that. Uh, and as we have been told, the working title of the film is Vengeance. Yeah. So, so do you think the whole movie is just about hunting Joe Chill? I'm not entirely sure, Let's but I imagine use... it's partially that. Uh, I, I do still think that a lot of this film is going to take place uh, at Arkham Asylum. Um, and so, because be again, cool. with, with the with the wide cast of, of villains that we have, uh, that's just my current thought on that. Um, but yeah, that's, I'm, I'm pretty hyped about that, actually. So. And then, like, this is the that? first movie that, like will be retconning stuff potentially i mean depending on how they they're claiming to move forward here potentially uh, i still think they could fit it in to to the established canon um but just placing it, it's it's earlier than saying than it's Batman a prequel is. yeah it's a prequel okay um yeah I, they i think they still could do it i'm for that yeah, I'm that for sure for that. And then and then you could still have Pattinson play cuz the story we're we're telling in uh this Batman definitely it sounds like a young Batman story. Yeah. Um even though we're talking about Robin potentially, but I mean they... if he's a young Robin it should be fine. Right. If we're just like introducing robin then robin doesn't need to put on a suit he can we can have like a harry osborne styled ending at the end where like yeah. robin discovers the bat suit at the very end i mean depending on on which robin it is because one of them discovers the bat cave on his own and i don't remember is that i don't that's, remember which one it is i think it's jason todd could be i think he discovers the bat suit on the bat cave on his own because like he figures out who batman is like tracks him to the bat cave i think um Really? Yeah, it's not degrees. Is it, that uh, maybe... how that happens? Because I thought, well, because it's not. Oh Dick no, Grayson. you might be right. Yeah, it's definitely not Dick Grayson because Dick Grayson gets like adopted. And I think it's the one after Dick Grayson, which I'm. I'm that's sure Jason. Jason yeah, that's Jason. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, yeah, uh, I'd be into it if they fully embraced the James Bondification of the character. Yeah. And just said, okay, this is the same Batman as Batfleck. This is a younger story. Um, but if we want to, we can tell old Batman stories with Robert Pattinson. Mm -hmm. And people will have to work hard to figure out what order these movies go in. But I mean, depending on. I mean, uh, think about Wonder Woman. The Wonder Woman movies take place in the past. So why can't the Batman also, movies take place in the past? She's also. A demigod so like she can yeah but he's been batman for like 20 years at least that's true so she's, she's just not gonna age though right <laughs> right but but that's the thing with pattinson is i mean like so, so who cares if he looks young like who cares tell, tell a good story yeah just tell a good story um maybe throw some stubble just throw good makeup on him uh <laughs> right you don't need to make his skin as shiny as you're going to for this batman movie <laughs> um, if it's not sparkling, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean that's first look and and some leaked footage. Um, it's not bad. Yeah, that it's exciting stuff. Um, 
And then first episode of Clone Wars dropped. I've been hyping that up for a while now. You have. You have. And I got to say, meh. <laughs> really? So you're yeah. not, not too excited with season yeah. seven? I'll, I'll talk about it more next week because I, I want to wanna give it another week. Yeah, get the second episode. Uh, there are just things that they did that it, it, I, I'm definitely like super excited that it's back because it just feels Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But well, there's more of that. There there's more are... of that Star Wars content than anything else. Yeah, but there are a few things in it that I'm like, eh, that's kind of weird. Granted, I've come up with head canon explanations for it, and I'm like, I'm not even that okay with what I've come up with. But if they told this to me, I'd be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just not okay with being the only one that's thought of it. <laughs> Um, and I'll, I'll talk more about that next week, but because I, I have a lot to get into and, um, maybe I'll be able to get, uh, one of our other friends on here since he's, a he's, he's caught up. He's very, very attached to this stuff. And I'd love to argue with him. Yeah. Uh, cause I think he really likes this episode. Uh, granted, like the story they told was really good. Mm-hmm. They, it, it, I'm being, well, I don't even think I'm being nitpicky. I don't, I don't, I can't tell if it's nitpicky or not, because it is like character oriented, but it, it's kind of the whole thing with a lot of these sequels that like I don't know if characters should be able to do that <laughs> kind gotcha. of stuff. Um, and like I, I don't know if it's good for good for the franchise to, but it, but it was cool. Is different um but otherwise moving forward with star wars we don't know what's coming next uh they i feel like every other week they're saying oh we're putting the movies on hold oh this person's directing a movie oh we're putting the movies on hold also this person's directing a movie uh so i have no idea what's going on uh we do know a little bit more about the high republic so apparently the thing that I had heard initially is that it was about 400 years before a Phantom Menace. Now the thing that I read today said 200 years. So I'm waiting for the day when they say 10, 10 years before Phantom Menace. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it'd be like Anakin's born. <laughs> um, Tying back into the Skywalker side. Right. Right. Back into what everybody loves to hate. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, and I was just like 200 years. That's not a whole, there's not a lot of, not a ton of time jump there for, um, uh, I mean like the Republic was created like 25,000 years ago or something like that. I uh, mean, true. It, it It's always interesting to me for, cause this is not the only franchise that's done this. There's been several others that like, the the amount of time that passes between certain like historical events is insane like there'll be a franchise say oh yeah we're still talking about this this uh war that happened 3000 years ago right. if we think back to like human history 3000 years ago so much has changed like it's not roughly the same with a few technological improvements like sure. we're vastly different uh it's true and and i like this is not the only like I said, it's not the only franchise that does this, um, but it, it's always interesting to me to like just listen and be like, 
pay attention to the the like when something takes place and be like hmm the thing that, that i seem to make sense i really hope that they because like i'm not a big fan of the star wars recan uh, not recanization ret retconning of all the legends material and whatnot. I mean, sure, some of the legends material was ridiculous, but there was enough good stuff out there um, that was like really good. Uh, and so, like, the but the one thing that I would like to see Disney retcon in Star Wars is there's kind of this thing that just like forever in Star Wars, like um, Star Destroyer class. Um, spaceships mm -hmm. always kind of looked the same. Yeah. Like we see between First Order and Empire Star Destroyers, they don't change a whole lot. But like, that's kind of how all of Star Wars is. Like the, the Sith have always had these triangular Star Destroyers. <laughs> and I'm just like, it would be cool if we start getting like a very large... Like, like, as we delve into these new uh, eras, let's mm -hmm. delve into new classes of ships. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I, I really wish, with all the, the Star Wars legends, that someone had... Or, or several someones, more likely, um, had looked at all of the, the legend material... And read through it and be like, all right, where do we want to? Where do we want to take Star Wars in the future? What what stories would go well with that? And then recanonize more stuff. Yeah. Because like again, you have, as with the Star Wars universe, when you were just saying it, we have like twenty five thousand years or more of history to to cover, and there are books because I've I've tried reading them, which is it's too hard. Um, <laughs> reading these books that that cover all this time, and like the the skywalker saga these 50 years of movies that we've just had cover 50 years in the films the thing is Maybe also is that you can and you're 100 percent correct but like even with that twenty five thousand years of history there's a lot of gaps in there where yeah. we just don't have stories from and so it's like you want to tell a new story why don't you tell a new story within what already exists yeah i mean sure you can definitely still canonized stuff because some of it was pretty crazy all the all the stories that happened with with uh with bubba fett are, are pretty crazy because every, like <laughs> yeah he would get out of the sarlacc pit go on his little adventure and then fall back into the sarlacc pit right which is impressive <laughs> considering it's a it's not a moving thing yeah um but yeah you're as you're saying there's a lot of there's a huge gaps of time where there's just no st stories whether it be legends or canon yeah and you can tell your own stories. You can make up your own things, new characters, new everything, and then weave it into the narrative. Yeah. Shouldn't be too hard, people. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> that's the other thing I'm hoping for is just a little bit more cohesive storytelling going forward. Yeah. Uh, because then I can start to forgive the things that I really don't don't think are good for a Star Wars universe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, who who knows what what's gonna be in it? They they're still talking that it's gonna be like we're we're gonna get to see the peacekeeping Jedi, so to speak, which that that excites me. 
Yeah, that, that's pretty uh, cool. I <laughs> I want so, at some point maybe it'd be like a, a live action TV show or maybe just an animated thing, but go back to when we have proto sabers. And all of and everyone has to carry around big bulky battery boxes <laughs> as they're using these sabers. You'd have to go pretty far back into Star Wars lore. <laughs> uh, I think we were just talking about we've got several tens of thousands of years of of no history right cover. Yeah, you have to go pretty close to those twenty five thousand years. Uh, yeah, I, I at one point a couple of years ago, and I've come back to it a few times. I did try and at least like looking at all of the books there's a website with every single star wars book in chronological order of when it takes place in in, in history Whoa. and i started from oh, the that's very right. beginning yeah, yeah yeah and and i started reading those and i read about six of them and those stories were pretty cool well, yeah. the idea of the force then is completely different to what the idea that they have of the force now in the and, movies uh, or both because i mean like i'd say I mean, I'm of the belief that the interpretation of the Force in the sequels is different than the original trilogy and the prequels. Well, at the beginning, the the idea was, or the time, or the belief, I guess is the right way to say it, was that the the Force was because, like, nowadays we're taught we're taught we're taught that <laughs> in the school. Force is, in school, yeah, yeah. In, yeah, as you do. Um, we're taught that the Force is like a, neither good nor evil; it's what you do with it, right? Uh, but the idea then was that it was a malevolent force, and those who used the light side of the used that were of the lighter persuasion had to actively stay away from the from the the dark thoughts, the darkness. Because well, I think I'd agree with that though, and I and I think even like the it's Jedi good people using a bad, it's good people using an evil force, and if they're not careful, it will. I'll say I think that that's maybe one of the things that like the Jedi we see in uh, the prequels um, have lost that, but but I feel like it's like fairly recently because I feel like Yoda still gets that, you know, that the Force is just power, and all power is tempting. But it, but I don't even mean power is tempting. I mean that it is like an actually a malevolent right, force. Right. Right. Um. I mean, but I mean it's. It's interesting. Those some of those stories are really good reads. Some of them are a little bit more dry. Sure. Um, sure. But that's what happens when you have, you know, nerds. But it, the thing is, it's just so crazy years. that like so many of those books are like just fan fictions that are canonized. Yeah. Yep. Well, not anymore. But not anymore. <laughs> but pretty much anyone could just go write yeah. a Star Wars story. It was basically just like, hey George, I want to write something about these characters in this time period, and I want to talk about this. And then he's like, "Yeah, uh, if it's good." <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm I'm pretty sure it was less informal than that, but yeah, that's the idea. Um, and yeah, I just uh, there's so much so much history that like we all knew, and now it's more. thrown away. Chewbacca should have died. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I don't know. You wanna switch it over to a different franchise? What other franchise we got? There, there's no other franchises. Come on. Nope, they don't exist. Well, we've got, and this has come out. In oh, the are past. we going back to Sonic? Oh. <laughs> we, we could. <laughs> well, can't. No. Um, I was gonna switch on over to Marvel for a bit, if yeah, that works. No, for you. What, what do you got on Marvel? 
absolutely nothing. I just wanted to. No. <laughs> that's totally um, fine. Also, we can just talk about Marvel. <laughs> that's true. Um, so this came out with the release of the Infinity Saga Blu-ray set. Uh, okay. They gave out the deleted scene. There's a deleted scene in there from Civil War. Right. Uh, and it's an alternate way that uh, Zemo acquired the red book that can control the Winter Soldier. Okay, interesting. Uh, I'm going to have to check it out. It's a really cool scene. It's about two minutes long, I think. Um, Whoa. And the, so he's sitting in this auction, and the, and the it's in a different language. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to pretend to know that because I don't want to get it wrong and then be very culturally okay. unaware. But uh, it's a different language. You and... cultural swine. Oh. <laughs> exactly. And the, the, the auctioneer is is talking with not saying they're they're doing bidding and then he holds up his hand and is like wait a second how did you get in here and he's looking at zemo and zemo just like he's caught he's like he's at a place that's very well like bodyguard bodyguarded it's all this auction is all all what was that you're cutting out sorry (laughs) uh the the auction is all of like illegal stuff like it's not a sanctioned auction and so he gets found out for being there when he's not supposed to, and he just turns back over his shoulder and says, "You paid way in a different language." Says, "You paid way too much for those copars. Not even the poles would use that garbage now." <laughs> um, and and the and the dude's like, "What?" Uh, and he, he, the guy's like, "Why are you here? Or like, are you here to bid?" And just in a very awesome way, he says, "No, I'm not here to bid." And then some of the bodyguards that start moving towards him collapse coughing and he just pulls out a gas mask and everyone in the place dies. Oh shoot. <laughs> and then he just casually like kicks aside a dead body. He walks up to the, the table uh, and pulls the red book out from like the bottom shelf and just walks out. Oh man. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Uh, and I kind of wish we had that, but I can understand why they did it. I want uh, the world where we get both. Exactly. Where now, he's not necessarily getting the, the book the from book. the auction, but, but just like else. a clue to... If we have that scene, though, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that um, sounds really, really hype. I can understand why they... Because they, they didn't need both. They only needed one. And right. that scene shows his, like... He's not afraid of... Like, when, when he gets caught, he's not afraid. He's very bold, I guess is the way to say it. Uh, it shows he's good with weaponry because he also um, he says some line about weaponry. Yeah. Um, so that and then what we do get in the film is the scene where he tracks down um, the Hydra agent that the agent that has tortured that, the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, do you think they removed it? Not because like yeah, sure, it's cool and whatnot. But do you think they removed it because they wanted Zemo to be there to be like more debate around Zemo? Probably because like if Zemo does that, that's like a pretty pretty uh pretty big strike on the villains category. Whereas like everything else he does, I mean, yes, he bombs Vienna. That's a big big no no. He, bom- he bombs the UN and kills people. Um, but you could argue that for most of that film. The audience is supposed to think that the Winter Soldier did it. Exactly. Um, so and therefore, then... Zemo's kind of just this other guy that he's just trying to get revenge for his family. Like that seems good. Um, he killed a Hydra agent. Also good. Like, <laughs> um, and, 
and so whereas if you show that scene now he's he's bombed a place he's gassed a place he's uh, yeah and it pretty definitively boxes him in whereas the movie we get there's a little bit more debate still think it would have been a cool scene to have based on what you just described yeah, definitely check that out. You can find it on YouTube really easily. I, cause I saw it in someone else's video, and then I wanted to pull it back up to rewatch it for this uh, episode. Yeah. And I like I just typed in uh, "Civil War deleted scene Zemo," and it was the very first thing that popped up. Yeah. So it's pretty easily uh, searchable. So definitely check that out. It's and then, awesome. cause like this is the first, this yeah. is the first non-canon. I mean. You could talk about all the non-canon shows we have, but this is the first non-canon thing related to the movies that we have. Because I think a lot of the other deleted scenes that were on DVD Blu-ray copies are canon. Now, I think if they're deleted scenes, for the most part, they're not going to be canon. uh, Unless they, like, really... um, I mean, I guess we can call them canon unless they contradict... Sure. Something else that Fair happens enough. in the film, either one way or right. another. I don't. They're, they're like optional canon. Yeah, optional canon. <laughs> and I, I'm sure some people are going to argue that, but that's kind of how I see it. I, I like them. I, I want them all to be canon. Well, because even as as they don't contradict stuff. I think all the one shots were also put on DVDs. Like yeah. that's how they were released. That's how we got them. Is yeah. like a Captain America one shot was on the Avengers DVD or something. Yeah. And um, so, and, I, and the one shots are pretty canon. Yeah. Um, I'd say the one shots are probably more canon than the deleted scenes. I would agree because I'd say the ones. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because that means I, they like had to take the time to go shoot completely new stuff. I keep saying this, and I don't want to like. I, I keep saying this to you that I I wish they had more more we had more one shots. Yeah. And it's not. Like the idea of a one shot is you had to like there's some issue that needs to be explained. But is that true? The idea of all the ones that have been released so far, they're to help explain something that may have been confusing. Well, because like in... Peggy's isn't necessary at all, right? I mean, I guess that's true. Peggy's one shot's not necessary at all. The All Hail the King one is kind of fixing something. Um, so that one I agree with the consultant one. It just changes the way we watch it now, Mm -hmm. but it's not necessary. Although I guess that, that, I guess that's the argument you're making though. Okay. I see that. And then item 47 addresses the topic in the meantime, until we get, Spider-Man Homecoming of what what the heck happened to all this alien stuff. Yeah, so they don't need to necessarily fix things, but they're explaining things that could be confusing to the audience, potentially. And so I don't necessarily... I'm not saying that, oh, Marvel has a lot of issues they need to explain away, but, you know, <laughs> just some more Marvel shorts would be pretty cool. I'd like... Yeah. It would, I, th- I think it would bring a lot to the franchise. They don't need to have impressively long run times. You, you give me a, a five to ten minute little clip of something. I'd like that. That'd be kind of cool. It'd be nice because a lot of them just sort of seem to like round out certain corners of things that's like, oh, and here's just a little extra thing about Peggy Carter. She was interviewed because she's important. 
Um, <laughs> and then here's the thing about Trevor Slattery. Yeah, he got arrested. What happened after that? Uh, they yeah. made a documentary. That's cool. Um, yep. And then item 47, what happened to all that Chitari stuff? Oh, these two two robbers got a hold of it. Um, and now they're S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Uh, and, uh, and then the consultant one, are they going after Abomination or Hulk? Who knows? Um, right. Consultant Dude, one's my favorite for sure. We're definitely um, getting... We're definitely getting Red Hulk soon, I think. I think so, too. I think we're going to get Thunderbolts. Now, do you think... Do you think She-Hulk? I mean, that's like... Probably two years away. I think we might be... Actually, maybe not. Maybe well, She-Hulk could be a, next year. I think we might be getting a TV show entirely. I, I'm, I'm, just my guess for right Red is, Hulk? Whoa. Well, not just for Red Hulk, but I think like a Thunderbolts sure. TV show. Okay. Okay. Uh, yes, I think... I think that um she hulk might be we might be getting that we might be getting you're saying that. i pitched that movie but um <laughs> you did do that uh and it was the red hulk version of the thunderbolts uh yep but yeah i think i think he's got to be introduced somewhere else first because he's too well known of a character well that... they wouldn't have kept him around as long as they have and made him such a big part of, of well they brought him back i mean he kept him around is is loose well, now they've okay, kept sorry. him around around okay but... sorry kept bringing him back yeah How about that? is that okay well because okay. like he he wasn't in something for like seven years and then he's been in a couple of things and now time. he's been in like two or three in a row yeah um and then is he in black widow i forget uh no uh, i don't remember because uh, yeah. I thought it was his voice in the trailer, but I haven't looked into it a ton. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, other news, I mean, still in talks to have Sam Raimi, or at least Sam Raimi is in talks to direct Doctor Strange. So that is still in talks? We still don't know? I, I had said earlier today that I thought that I had been confirmed, but now I'm thinking it wasn't. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I'm I, still excited to... I think it's it's going to happen. I think I think yeah. they'll announce it. Um, cause don't want to finish signing all the paperwork first. Like, like I've always said, um, especially like the Marvel Sony thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe half the stuff that they're like in talks or they're debating. I honestly think most of them are just uh, I think it's called a red a red balloon or something or just a balloon or something. Um, in media. Where, they're where like you release, you leak something purposefully just to see how people react. Gotcha. Um, and then I feel like most people have reacted pretty positively to Sam Raimi coming in, so I feel like they'll probably sign with him. Um, but who knows? Because I mean, like, the whole reason why Spider-Man Three isn't great for for most people, I I don't mind it. Uh, it's not. It's definitely the weakest of the three, mm -hmm. of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. But a lot of people say that the reason for that is because the studio pushed him into including Venom. Potentially, it's kind of uh, crazy that he could be pushed twice into including Venom into his movies. <laughs> <laughs> like 20 years apart granted i don't think it'll be in doctor strange 2 but who knows what he'll make next um <laughs> uh, i do think that he may have a bit or he may do a bit i want to say do better with 
but this will be a bit more closer to home with him if he does Doctor yeah. Strange 2, because, you know, he's a horror director primarily. Right. Uh, so this is, like, more of his wheelhouse. My question is, how did they miss out? And, I mean, I mean, I guess Marvel and Sony are not technically the same company, but uh, they're definitely not the same company. But how did Sony miss out on getting Raimi for Morbius? That looks like a Raimi movie. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it looks fine without him but if that's was in their idea from the start did they even approach Raimi I wonder yeah no clue uh, well, well we'll have to see I I'm I think the the next the next time we see Morbius whether it be a trailer or another release or something whatever it is is going to tell a lot what this we're probably like. due for a trailer probably mid next month uh, maybe even early next month because we've gotten one. Yeah. And the movie and comes out in May. May, I think. So another one in March and then the final one in April right before it comes out. We'll see. But that's like, yeah, wow. Maybe that maybe they'll not release a ton of. That would be cool if they just did a second trailer just to remind people, hey, this comes out in two weeks. Uh, yeah. I'd be super into that just going into it mostly blind and just like, well, somehow this guy turns into a vampire by cutting his hand open over some running water and bats fly at him. Depending, uh, yeah. Depending <laughs> on, on, on what we see in the next in the next trailer, I think that's going to be very indicative of what we're going to see in the film. Whether it be I think super it's, telling. I think it's going to reveal so much. That's what I'm worried yeah. about. Uh, I, I I also think that and yeah because well, I think uh, the first trailer is pretty good. Uh, it got me excited for it about something I definitely was not excited for whatsoever. Now this, but it's making me think. What would I think the first Venom trailer was actually the first Venom trailer things. was also good, but the second one revealed stuff. Symbiotes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. There's another instance of a studio going back in That's true. and changing, changing something. Backlash. There you go. I said this last week. You should go see Sonic if you want studios to change movies based on bad reactions to trailers. Yeah. I think that made sense. Heck, even Cats uh, fixed the movie while it was in theaters. I mean, it's still probably a bad movie. but No, it's, it's um, not a good But movie. they like... If you saw the movie, I think in the first like two or three days, you saw a different movie than other people. Interesting. Now I don't know how different it was. Maybe there was like a scene, but uh, that like either the director wanted or didn't want, and the studio was fighting against it. And then when they saw the reaction, they were like, "Oh, clearly it was that that moment would save the movie." In my mind, that film is just about a cult of cats and i don't think i can be persuaded it's i don't just a cult. i don't even think it's about that i don't know what it's about <laughs> i don't think it's about anything i think it's about cats in their daily life portrayed by human actors where out, nothing is actually happening <laughs> check out the uh check out the youtube video uh by film theorists about cats they go into detail <laughs> about that and it's it's rather informative. 
What's there to theorize uh, though about? Like that it's is It's just a cult. That's the finished product. <laughs> oh, that like they're killing him at the end. Well, I mean they do. They sacrifice cats. Right. Yeah. That's true. Cults sacrifice cats. It's just weird that cat cults are also sacrificing cats. You don't expect that. You expect them to mix it up a little like dogs. Maybe they'll sacrifice dogs, but nope, cat cults sacrifice cats. Yep, makes sense. If to you're going to be a cult, doesn't matter what species you are, you sacrifice cats. All right, now I'm going to have to stop you there. <laughs> what else could you sacrifice? You got to sacrifice cats. There's no other options. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else out there. Can't think of anything. Yeah. Uh, throwing humans in volcanoes? Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, those weren't exactly cults, anyways. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I don't know what what's going on with Marvel, Sony, Morbius, um, but Black Widow comes out in a little bit. We are a month and a half away. Is that right? I already forgot the day. Uh, yeah, it's April third. So not oh, less that, than a month away. Is that a Friday? Less than a month and a half away. Uh, it's probably yeah, a Friday because a movie is coming out. So yeah, it's probably a Friday. That is uh, New Mutants. And if you're not excited for this, you're in the same boat as everybody else. <laughs> uh, it's a cool cast. I'm just... Don't when we start talking about films very like very like that that where you're where you sound like that it's a cool cast i mean yeah if yeah, we if we if we have to start bringing in like production <laughs> yeah the producer on the film is pretty good yeah <laughs> simon kinberg continuing his x-men run um <laughs> i want to see who else produced this movie because maybe that would tell us um Yes, yes, who else paid money so this could be made? Or are they just from the... I think they're just from the old Fox crew. Yeah. Probably. So then... Yeah, maybe, maybe it is just a throwaway movie. Just try and... You release it to get the minuscule amount of dollars from you and me. <laughs> yep. Uh, where we go see the movie three times. But uh, probably not. Because, gosh, Dark Phoenix was so bad. Still haven't so seen bad. it. Dark Phoenix is X-Men Suicide Squad. It's that bad. Oof. For sure. I remember when Suicide Except when we got the half the, ha it, it's half the time. The, the movie is like one and a half hours long. <laughs> when we got the trailer for Suicide Squad... We were we were hyped. So we were hyped. Like, this is so good. This is gonna be incredible. And then we got the film and we were like, I paid money to see this. Yeah. It's brittle. But uh you you talked me into it, I think. I think I've gotta rewatch it. Uh I've only seen the movie once and it was fresh off that disappointment of it not matching the hype of the trailer. Yeah. And you you convinced me I gotta rewatch it and so I've decided I'm going to and I think you need to also, but 
this isn't any right. pressure on us because we don't need to rewatch it for a year. Because <laughs> I think we should rewatch it before the sequel. Or <laughs> sequelish. Sequel boot, um, yeah. The sequel boot, yeah. That's a good term for it. Uh, for The Suicide Squad. When that comes out, I think we should rewatch Suicide Squad and All right. give, our, give our hot takes uh, about what everyone has agreed upon. <laughs> and... But yeah, otherwise, I think that's it. Um, Did we cover everything you want to talk about? Yeah, I got everything from my end. What about you? I think so. All right, sounds I good. Really uh, well, thanks for joining us, Ian. Of and um, this, we talked, gave you our Sonic review. If you like what you heard, rate, review. Um, subscribe, of course. Go like the Facebook page, Unanimous Indecision. Uh, I'm Joshua Troop. We'll catch you next time.